The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Taramina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Taramina, blogger of Around the OAA. I'm one of the hosts of Last Three Brain Cells and host of Between Terminus and Oriented Television. I'd like to welcome those hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and watching on YouTube. You know, I'll tell you what, it's been a really, really rough day for me. I mean, my beloved hockey team, the Dallas Stars, has been eliminated from the postseason. Just really, really devastated, really crushed. Um, you know, just heartbroken, you know, feel really bad for the team. Um, Jake Ottinger played really well in that game. He had 60 saves out of 63 shots. Um, fought their tails off, but... Couldn't get it done. Reminded me of the loss to Vancouver a couple of years ago, and then reminded me of the loss to St. Louis back in 2019. So, you know, so I'm a little sad, a little heartbroken. Um, actually, take it back. Not a little bit. Really sad and heartbroken by it today. Um, a lot to talk about this week here um, on the podcast. We're going to devote a lot of it to track and field, um, considering – we got regionals coming up this weekend. Um, we also got regionals in lacrosse. If we have enough time, we'll get to that. Um, I posted the lacrosse projections and previews on the blog at um, Saginaw Bay 4650 at blogspot.com. Um, all the regionals that are expected to take place this weekend, um, they are up on the blog. You want to take a look at them. Um, let's go now from – let's go to track and field. Let's recap the league meets. Um, I think the one at West Bloomfield, the blue gold meet, that was really interesting. Um, especially in the girls' side, where there was a lot of tense drama. Um, Oak Park won that regional, on the, won the um, won the meet, but it was really close. I mean, Farmington was right there with them. I mean, like it was a um, and and it was really tight. I mean, you know, I mean, like it was really tight. I mean. Oak Park had 138.5. Farmington was second with 135.5. Royal Oak was third with 78. West Bloomfield was fourth with 69.5. West, um, and then Groves was fifth. And Seaholm were tied for fifth with 57.5. Um, when you really look at this on the girls' side, everybody thought Oak Park would be this juggernaut team, you know, that was expected to do pretty well um, to repeat, um, you know, I mean, like to just dominate the field. And that wasn't the case. Um, so Oak Park had to really survive in this meet. I think the difference was, you know, the fact that their hurdles, you know, their sprint relays had to come through for them. Um, you know, distance, not distance was decent for them. I mean, you know, but I got to give Farmington a lot of credit here. I mean, Farmington, you know, I know Oak Park was the gold champion. Farmington was the overall blue champion this year when I looked at point systems and all that. Um, looked at them. I mean, like, but when you were to look at this meet, it ended up being really, really tight. And I think when you look at balance, I think Farmington's got more balance than Oak Park does. Um, and it's clear basically what happened in that meet. Now, Royal Oak, um, they were they gave Oak Park everything it could handle in that meet. Um, 
you know, in the regular season, I mean, they gave Oak Park everything it could handle. Um, Oak Park's got a true weakness this year. I mean, they do. I mean, there's no sugarcoating it. I mean, really isn't. Um, the fact of the matter is, if you are a balanced team, you can get Oak Park. And that's what ha- and that's what it showed here. Was it showed that Oak Park really Oak Park really had their fair share. They got some issues. And yes, you're balanced and all that. I get it. But when you don't have a lot of balance, and I don't think they have a lot of balance, and that could be a problem, especially against a team like Farmington, who's got a lot more balance. And Farmington, you know, I really think, you know, I didn't expect much from them coming into the year. I thought Farmington was going to be a team that was going to be good. I think they were going to be decent. Um, but I didn't expect them to give Oak Park these much, a lot of problems. And they did, seriously. They really did. So, you know, so that was something that I didn't expect. Um, Royal Oak taking third. I wasn't surprised there. I've, been, I've really liked the Ravens all year long. Um, especially Ellie Finch, um, you know, in the throws. I know she's a standout, especially in football and girls basketball. Um, so I'm curious to see how, um, how, um, she does, you know, heading into the regional and that's a loaded regional over at Farmington. We're going to preview that in a little bit, but for me, when I look at Oak Park, um, this team looks vulnerable. They, they look really, really vulnerable. And I think, I think for me with Oak Park, I think trouble's looming for them. I, I just think that when you look at Oak Park, um, they they look really really vulnerable. This is not the typical dominant Oak Park. I mean Oak Park teams in the past. I mean they got beat by Oxford in the Oxford Invitational a couple of weeks ago. I mean you know so that tells you something right there. I mean that tells you where both those teams are at. Oxford's in a different different verse right now, considering where they're at. Um, but Oak Park, you know. For them to survive that meet, for them to survive, you know, the that type of environment where, you know, you have to survive. I mean, yes, that tells me, yes, you got depth in the hurdles, obviously, and that's your strengths. You know, you got strength in the relays. But I think when you look at a, a team like Oak Park, they got some serious problems, especially when it comes to balance and field events, especially that's not. Usually their strong strong shoot for the for the Knights and you know and it almost cost them dearly. I mean Farmington has a lot more balance this year. Distance have been very good. Um, so I'm just really surprised with how tight that meet was, considering that um you know how close it was. So just really surprised how that meet. You know that side of it went. I mean, I mean, like, and then you look at other performance too. I mean, I was surprised Groves and Seaholm tied one another for fifth. I mean, I looked at, and then West Bloomfield. You know, I, they've had they had a nice performance as well. I mean, you know, West Bloomfield fourth with sixty nine point five. I mean, you know, when you look at the Lakers, you know, you usually look at them sprinting power. I mean, usually sprint power. Um, usually that they played. Um, they they're they're usually one of those teams that 
makes a lot of noise. Um, you know, even though it was at their home track, um, but just really impressed with how West Bluefield did in that meet there um, on the girls' side. And then Groves and Seaholm tying, obviously, with Seaholm, you know the distance kids are over there are really good. Um, but I was surprised with Groves. I mean, I thought, I thought Groves, to me, would have been, um, I mean, when I look at the Falcons, um, this is a team that's really got some, it, I mean, like, Groves is a team that, um, I didn't expect, you know, for them coming in the year. I didn't expect much from them, but they had a really good performance themselves. Um, so when I look at Groves and, you know, could they be a, could they be a wild card? Maybe. In the regional? Maybe. But when I look at that score and say Oak Park had to survive Farmington, that tells me something. That tells me that one, Oak Park relies a lot heavily on three events. And two, you know, Farmington is much better than I thought. So, in all reality, everybody thought Oak Park would just come in and just dominate this meet. They would. But it didn't happen. It wasn't the case. So, I think for Oak Park, um, I think they're in some trouble this year. I really think they're in some trouble, especially hanging in this regional. Um, and I think, you know, they look very vulnerable to getting upset. Don't be surprised if at the regional at Farmington that Oak Park gets upset. Don't be surprised if that's the case. So that's something to really keep an eye on. Um, on the boys' side, um, Farmington took first with 164. West Bloomfield took second with 123. Um, Royal Oak was third with 69. Oak Park fourth with 65. Groves was fifth with 47.5. And North Farmington was six with 44. Um, you know, with Farmington, you know, the fact that they really showed out in this meet, <clears throat> they got balance everywhere. They have distance. They have sprints. They have jumps. They have grows. Everything covered. They got balance this year. West Bloomfield have 123. Pretty good for them. I mean, really good for them. Um, you know, they got... Sprints is their strength, obviously, with the athletes they got. They got the field events down. Um, it really showed that Farmington really came in there with the mission, and they showed why they were one of the te top teams in the um, in the blue this year. I mean, they were really good all year long. So was West Bloomfield. Um, Royal Oak took the gold title um, overall. They knocked off Oak Park. Um, during the regular season. Um, then they beat them in the league meet here, obviously. So when you really look at it, you know, Royal Oak, for them, it's been an incredible year for them. I mean, I got to get them props there. I really do. Um, you know, Groves, obviously, 47 and a half. Didn't expect much from them on the boys' side. I mean, really surprised there. I didn't, you know, when I look at Groves, I mean, Yes, this team's got some athletes, yes, but I really would have thought, okay, maybe they're not the track powers or arch rival down 13 miles. I mean, 
But I didn't expect Grove to have a really strong showing at the league meet. And then North Farmington, you know, they had a good performance. Um, the Raiders had, I mean, like, scoring 44 points. Um, so when I really look at it, I mean, like, and then you look at the rest of the standings, obviously, um, Seahome 29.5, um, Berkeley 8 to 28, Pontiac 18, A&T with 18, Ferndale U with 9, Harper Woods with 8, and Ferndale with 1. Um, so we're going to really look at it. Um, I think, you know, when you look at teams I was really disappointed with in this meet, um, I would have to say, I can't, I mean, like, I would say Seahome maybe would have, I thought they would score more. Um, just really surprised to score 29 and a half. Um, on the girls' side, back to the girls' side for a minute, um, you know, just kind of surprised Seahome would score 57 and a half. I thought they'd score more. But, you know, that's what it was. But back to boys. Um, Farmington has shown that they are for real. And I think they will be a force to be reckoned with at the regional. They host that regional for starters. You know, and I think when you look at Farmington, um, it's an absolute beautiful facility down there off of Shiawassee Street. Um, it's an absolute beautiful facility. Um, it's a really tough regional, to say the least, down there. But I think the experience of having the new balance there helps a lot. Um, I think, you know, with the showing that they had, they had a good showing at the New Balance Invitational. Um, West Bloomfield is another one um, I think could do very well in this league meet. Um, uh, doing very well in the regional. So that's something to really keep an eye on. So, I really, and then Royal Oaks is Dark Horse. I mean, Royal Oak is an X Factor. This is a t program we know that's built their strengths, their sprints, their distance, their field events. They built it all. So when you really look at it, um, I think at the end of the day here, um, Farmington looks, I think, to be in line to do some serious damage. I really do. And they, they have the balance. Could they give a team like Livonia Churchill, who I think is going to be their toughest ta challenger, a lot of problems? We're going to talk that in a little bit. Um, why I think Farmington could be a team that could really do some damage um, coming up, coming into the um, regional this weekend. And they could. Seriously. They could really, really make some noise. Some, make some headwaves. Make some noise. I expect they will. I mean, that's a program that I think could do some damage. Um, let's go now from the blue gold meet. Obviously, we talked that. Um, you know, let's go to the red-white meet that was at Oxford um, on Friday. Um, obviously, when you look at that meet, it was a really... That meet over there at Oxford, you know, um, on the boys, on the girls' side, um, obviously, when you look at the girls' side, you, you knew Oxford would be in that conversation. Um, Oxford really showed... Um, Oxford really showed um, their... Um, I mean, Oxford just really showed their um, what they did there. Um, scoring 134, Rochester Adams was second with 85. 
Um, Troy was third with 76. Lake Orion was fourth with 75. Rochester was 68. Clarkson was sixth with 60. Bloomfield Hills was um, seventh with 56. Stony Creek was eighth with 55 points. Um, <clears throat> Troy Athens was ninth with 12 points, and Avenel wrapped up the score with one point. Um, when you look at Oxford, especially everything they've been through, um, their distance was probably one of the most underrated things that I've, I've thought about. Because when you look at Oxford, the first thing you think about with them is they're a throwing school, which is true. I mean, they are a throwing power. I mean, you look at, obviously, in the shot puts, they took 26 points. That's first, second, and third in the shot put. And then in the discus, Ariana Hubbard throws 132. You know, so out of the 100 and... So out of the 135 points they scored, you know, you look at 26 and 10, 36 of their points, or the 134 they scored, um, 30, I mean, like 20, I mean, like they had um, 34 of those came from the field events, from the shot, from the throws, shot and discs. That says a lot right there. But they had some really good victories. I mean, their relays, I was really surprised with their relays. I thought they looked really good. Um, the distance that they had, I thought they looked really good there. Um, you know, Oxford, you know, one, I think having it at home helped them, but they got some balance in the distance and that's a huge deal. So when you really look at the Wildcats, there's a reason why they're a state ranked team. There's a reason why, because they have balance. Now the sprints is the issue for them. That's still an issue for Oxford. It's a sprints. But they have managed to balance everything out. And then you include an event like Pole Vault that will be counted at the regional. And I think that's a huge factor. I think that's going to be a huge factor. And then when you look at, you know, when you look at teams in the OA that have Pole Vault, you know, you have Lake Orion, Clarkston, and Oxford. They all have Pole Vault. And that's a big deal. And I think that's going to be a huge deal. You know, heading into the regional is pole ball. Pole ball is a big, big deal. But Oxford, to me, they look the part. They look the part as one of the favorites to do really well in the regional over in Lapeer. I think they're going to do very well. Um, I was also impressed with, you know, Rochester Adams, 85. Um, you know, I mean, Adams had a really nice... Nice, um, nice day for them, um, obviously. Um, and then you went down to Troy and Lake Orion. The Colts and the Dragons went, went wire to wire. So when you really look at it, um, so when you really look at it, I mean, like, Lake Orion's been really been improving on their girls' side of things. Um, they were in a, almost every meet this year. I mean, they were in almost every meet. Um, you know, point there, point there, you know what I mean? Could have decided it could have had a better better showing. Troy clearly won the white this year in the girls. I mean, they clearly won the white. Oxford clearly won the red. Um, so when you really look at it, um, 
Octoclay won the red, Troy won the white. But when you look at Troy, I mean, they've got some balance, but they got to get more of that. And when I look at Troy, in all honesty, this is a team that they've got some things they got to address. And I just don't know if they have enough, especially at the region where they're heading to over at Macomb, Dakota. Um, which, you know, Macomb County is really deep, really good. Um, I think could give, I think Troy could be, they could be in some trouble a little bit. I really think Troy could be in some trouble. Um, but Troy's going to have to really, really shore up, especially in the field events. You know, I think that's where Troy's problem is, is going to be in the field events. Because that's been their biggest problem. They got the distance. They got the sprints, but you just got to get the field wins. Everything is balanced out, you know what I mean, for them. They've got enough balance. So that's something to really watch for Troy. Um, obviously, the team I was really surprised with, um, who really didn't do very well um, in this meet, I mean, in the girls' side of things, Olympia Hills has really disappointed me all year long. I mean, I'm not being mean here to Bloomfield Hills, but I thought I would expect more from them. Um, you know, scoring 56 points. Um, you know, I, you know, obviously having some really good runners. You have Jenkins, you have Jeffries, um, both of those two runners, you know, I think they could take it, take it, carry a team, a, a team by themselves. I think both of them can. Um, but I was just really disappointed with Bloomby Hills, um, just, I've been disappointed with them all season long. I thought they would do better, but unfortunately, you know, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, two players, you know what I mean? Usually can't carry a team and it's unfortunate, you know, I, you know, but, um, we'll see what happens, um, with Bloomby Hills, but I, I, I expected more from them coming in the year. And I was just really, really surprised with how, um, you know, just really surprised how um down they are this year. Just really surprised. Um, they didn't play Troy this year, um, which was unfortunate. Um, I thought that would have been a really interesting meet if those two teams dueled one another. Um, they didn't this year. Um, but if there was a team that I was really disappointed with at that at, at that meet, I would be really disappointed with them. Um, with um Bloomfield Hills especially because I thought I would expect more from them but unfortunately you know what I mean it didn't happen so we'll see what happens I mean can they make up for it the regional sure I mean you know the regional is really you know split I mean like it's really balanced broadened up you know what I mean you know when it comes to points um so I'll be curious to see how Bloomfield Hills does in their regional down at Farmington. Um, we're going to preview that in a little bit. Um, but if there was a team I thought I would expect more from, it would be Blue Bales. Um, On the boys' side, um, Lake Orion, Rochester Adams, part four. You know, these two teams met at the, um, they battled at Brandon. They battled at, um, they had a dual meet with each other, and then you had the league meet. And that's not counting the regional coming up. So this has been a rivalry 
a really, really good rivalry between the Dragons and the Highlanders. Um, both teams are deep. Um, Lake Orion's got a little bit more depth than Adams does. Well, Adams is loading the hurdles. Um, they're four by four. Broke a 27-year-old record from Pontiac Northern. Um, they broke that record by a nine-tenths of a second. Um, if you're Coach Eric Laura, that's got to make you pleased. Um, your distance, your hurdles is really good. The only weakness I have with Adams is their distance. Your sprints are solid. Your field events are solid. Um, with Lake Orion, obviously, they got balance everywhere. The distance has been really good. The sprints have been really good. Um, they have developed really well. Coach Dan Ford's done a wonderful job with that program. Um, so when you really look at Lake Orion, um, when you when you have balance like this, it tells you something. And the fact that this team has really dominated the um the red the last ten years straight that says something. That really says something. The red it, the red should be painted in my opinion green and white with what with what Lake Orion's done. I mean, this is a very, very good program. Really good program. Um, they got depth everywhere. They got balance. That says a lot. I'm really impressed with the throwing of Nick Eaton. Um, threw 46 in shot. Um, won it. You know, I mean, like, and then, um, you know, and then you look at um, the discus, obviously. You look at, um, you know, the discus. I think Lake Orion's figured that out, the... Field events parts, they figured that out. Um, they got the sprints down. Obviously, Stephen Brown and Joey Deed make up a lot for it. Um, but they got some sprinters as well. Um, and the distance, the distance crew. I mean, when you look at that meet, I thought the difference was Lake Orion's depth, but also the distance was the difference in that meet. Because if you can get points, and this is where I call Coach Ford, probably one of the most brilliant strategists in this type of meet. Because every, when you're coaching and track, and you're coaching, you got it, it's the strategy is really important. You know, you got you to say, okay, where am I going to get points at? Can I get points in the sprints? Can I get points in the distance? Can I get points in the field events? You know, I mean, like it balances out, and that's where you get the results, you know? Lake Orion has been able to produce results. And when you look at the standings from the from the boys' side, Lake Orion scored 152.5 points. You know, Adams was second with six with 129. Um, Clarkson was third with 60. Um, Oxford was fourth with 52. Um, Rochester was fifth with 50.5. Troy wins the white title. Um, outright scoring 47 points. Um, Stony Creek had 43. Bloopy Hills 42. Um, Athens had 28 and Abendale had 19. So when we really look at it here, you know, it kind of went what I thought it would go. Um, I thought Lake Orion with more depth, more balance, um, they sent a message and said, okay, um, we're going to be a team. We're going to be, you know, we got enough depth here to hold Adams off and they did. Um, but I'm going to be curious to see how this regional is going to work. 
particularly, especially when you look at a team like Wild Lake Northern, who took second in their league meet in the Lakes Valley behind Milford um, in the boys. So I'm very curious to see how that's going to look at Lapeer. But when you look at the Dragons, I was talking to my um, co-host Ian Locke beforehand. Um, he said to me that, um, you know, when you look at Lake Orion, the depth, the balance, that's going to be a huge factor. And I expect it will be this upcoming weekend at Lapeer. So keeping a very close eye on it. So I'm curious to see how things go. Curious to see how, um, how, um, you know, especially when you look at the league meet, um, recapping the league meet, um, it was a heck of a battle between Lake Orion and Rochester Adams for a while. I mean, I mean, like, um, Lake Orion had an early lead. Adams came back, took the, took an eight point lead. Um, and then Lake Orion ended up getting some big time points in the, um, 3,200. That ended up being the difference. Um, then made the four by four basically, you know, but Adams did break a school record, break a meet record. Um, that was broken by Pontiac Northern 27 years ago. So, you know, so that says a lot to where, um, you know, when you look at the balance, I mean, Lake Orion's got the relays. Adams has relays. I mean, Adams' strength is hurdles, obviously. Lake Orion's strength's in the distance. Um, so, really curious to see how the calculation process plays out um, this upcoming weekend in the league meet. So, in the regional. So, let's let's go now from the league meets. We're going to preview the regionals. Um we're going to go to our first regional, which is going to be in Division 2. We're going to go Division 2 to Division 1. Um, our first regional is going to be taking place over at Williamston. Um, this is where Pontiac was sent. Um, in that regional, you got Williamston, Corona, Flint Powers, Flint, Fowlerville, Goodrich, um, Hazlitt, Lake Fenton, Lansing Eastern, Lansing Sexton, Linden, Brandon, Owasso. Pontiac, Notre Dame Prep, and St. John's are in this region. Um, when I look at this region, and I've looked at athletic.net to get all my information um, for this um, for this topic here. Um, when I look on the on the boys side of things, you know, um, you know, Linden is loading the distance. Corona coming in, they they got they got the sprints. Um, um, they got the throwing and hurdle core. Um, you look at this could come down between Linden and Corona. Um, I mean, like um, Flint Powers is the wild card here in this in this regional. Um, they they could spoil somebody's party. Um, so when I really think that, um, you know, for Pontiac, I think they're going to score some points here. But I just don't. Will they win a regional? Will they win this regional? Probably not. Um, but I do expect Pontiac to score some points in this regional. I think that they're going to, um, but when you look at the meet as a whole on the boys side, um, Linden has got the depth and the distance, but Corona, I think has got a little bit more balance. Um, I think Corona is going to win this region on the boys. I really like where the, where this Corona program's at. Um, I think they're going to do very, very well in this meet. I think they're gonna they're gonna make some noise. But I think Pontiac will score some points. But I don't know if it's gonna be, you know, to the distance where Linden and um 
Corona are going to be at. So that's something to really watch for. Um, there on the girls' side, um, you know this looks to be a three-team regional: Linden between Linden, Fowlerville, and um, Goodrich. Um, I think those three teams are going to do very well in this meet. I really, when I look at the edge here, I got to give the edge to, to Goodrich. I think they got more balance. Um, but Fowlerville and Linden are right there in the conversation. So I'm going to take the Martians to win this regional. Um, I just think Goodrich got too much. Um, I, I just think with Goodrich, I think they're going to make some noise, make a statement. Um, we'll see what happens there in that regional over there at, um, at Williamston. Um, I just feel so bad for some of these teams, especially those in Oakland County having to make the trip West, um, like a Pontiac and, um, Nordane prep. <laughs> I, and, um, I know Brandon is in there as well. Um, they got to make the trips from Oakland County all the way out to Ingham County. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what happens there um, between them um, in in that regional over there at Williamston. That's region 19 is taking place up there in Williamston. Um, let's go to region number 18. Uh, this is division one now um, up at Hazel Park. Um, actually, it's division two still. Um, you got Ferndale, Ferndale, you got Ferndale, Ferndale University, Harper Woods. Hazel Park, Cranbrook Kingswood, Birmingham Marion, Detroit Country Day, Centerline, Detroit Denby, Detroit East English, um, Harperwoods Chandler Park Academy, um, Madison Heights, Lampier, St. Clair Shores, Stop Lake, um, Warren Fitzgerald, Warren Regina, and Warren Lincoln are in this regional. Um, Hazel Park's got a beautiful complex there. Um, so really curious to see how this is going to look. Um, on the boys side, I just, when you look at it here, um, is there anybody that can knock off Detroit Country Day? That is the big question. When I looked at the stats, Detroit Country Day is loaded everywhere. They got depth in the sprints. They got the distance. They got the field events. I mean, it's going to be a heck of a time for, um, it's going to be a heck of a time for, um, for um, whoever challenges um, Birmingham Detroit Country Day. I think Harper Woods will challenge in this region um, to Detroit Country Day, but I just don't think they have enough balance to match up with Detroit Country Day. Um, so when I look at this one, this um, regional here, I just don't see really anybody that can knock off Detroit Country Day. Maybe Madison Heights Lamp here. They're a possible wild card, but I just don't trust them. Um... So when I really look at this here, I, I just think that Birmingham Detroit Country Day, too much. On the girls' side, this looks to be a two-team race um, between Detroit Country Day and Warren Regina. Um, the satellites, they have um, the satellites. They got some balance, especially in the distance. Um, I think they're going to get Detroit Country Day problems. Um, Detroit Country Day, they got enough balance. Um everywhere else um if it comes down to the um field events you know i mean like i would trust Birmingham detroit country day but watch out for madison heights lampier and watch out for um you know and ferndale could get some points as well in this um regional as well so <laughs> very curious to see what happens here over here at hazel park but if there's a team i would trust right now it's Birmingham detroit country day with what they have. Um, I think the Yellow Jackets will be too much um, 
in this meet, and I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there in that regional over there. Um, region 10 now, this is going to Division 1. This is going to be taking place at Macomb, Dakota. Um, there are two OA teams that are here in both Troy schools, Troy and Troy Athens. They will be joined with Chippewa Valley, Frazier, Macomb Lance Cruz, Macomb Lance Cruz North, Macomb, Dakota, New Baltimore, Anchor Bay, Port Huron, Port Huron Northern, Romeo, Sterling Heights, Sterling Heights, Stevenson, Utica, Eisenhower, um, Utica, and Utica Ford are in this region. Um, <laughs> this is a loaded region. I mean, when you look at the teams that are in here, um, on the on the girls' side, obviously, this is where I think could get really interesting because Macomb, Dakota is a really good team. Um, they're loaded with depth every year. They're talented enough to do damage. Um, but I think New Baltimore, Anchor Bay, and Troy both really stand out. They could challenge them. Um, Romeo is another one to watch as well. I mean, especially Romeo. They've been really good in the distance, especially. Um, but when you look at balance, Macomb, Dakota with the sprints, um, they have at least a competitor, at least in the top five, heading into the regional in every event. That's a huge deal. Um, but, you know, you got to look at Macomb, Dakota and say, well, that's why they play the game. You know, what? you can be ranked top five, but then you can also have a bad day. So, you know, so if you're Macomb, Dakota, I think you're in a really tough spot. You're in a dangerous spot because now you have expectations. And what if they don't meet expectations? Then you got some problems. You know what I mean? You know, maybe ruin your state state title plans, maybe. You know what I mean? That would ruin your state title plans. So... When you really look at, um, and when you really look at it for all these athletes, really, you know, this is your only chance to take one of the top two spots to get to the state meet. And, you know, so I think Macomb, Dakota has got a lot of pressure here in this regional, um, new Baltimore anchor Bay. We know they got some depth in the, um, field events. I think they're going to be. They they've got some good talent there. Um, they're di they got some good relays as well. On uh, the Tars could be a team that could do some real damage this year. Um, I really think they could do some make some noise, make some impacts. Um, so when I look at Macomb, um, you know when I look at um, New Baltimore and Bay, I think they're going to score some points here in this meet. Um, I think they're going to do pretty well in this meet. And Troy, we mentioned earlier um, with them the league meet there. Um, I think when you look at Troy, I mean, they've got enough down, they got enough depth, you know, they got balance as well. I mean, like, I think it's going to come down to is for Troy is, can they get enough in the sprints to at least give themselves a chance that distance is going to keep them in the meet, uh, but they got to get performances from the field events. They've got to get performances from the, um, and the sprints is going to be huge for them. If I mean, if they if they get production in the sprints, I think they got they have a shot to win this regional. And when you look at Troy, I mean, they have enough talent to do pretty well in this regional. So, you know, I think Troy's got a good chance here in the girls, but they're going to have to get performance in the sprints and in the field events, especially in the throws. I mean, Elena Zestis did not have a very good day on Friday at Oxford. In the shot, I think she's got to have to score in both shot and discus for them to have a to have a chance, um, you know, to possibly win this regional. And I think they, they have a shot. I mean, 
We'll see what happens with Troy. I mean, I'm curious to see what happens with them on the girls' side. On the boys' side, it's going to be very interesting because when you look at the boys' side, I look at Chippewa Valley as a team to really watch for. Um, I think Troy's got a chance as well in New Baltimore, Anchor Bay as well. Um, I think when you look at Chippewa Valley, they have the sprints. I mean, but Troy obviously got Darius Whiteside there. Um, that says a lot. Um, I think, I, I don't know if Troy's got the balance, you know, to, um, I mean, they got the distance, obviously. Um, I, I mean, like, I'm but Chippewa Valley's weakness is the distance, so that's something to really watch for, um, heading into this meet. Um, but when you look at it here, I mean, like, don't count out New Baltimore, Anchor Bay, don't count out Troy. I think both those teams are going to score. Macomb, Dakota's a wild card, being at home and all that. Um, they got a lot of depth as well. Um, so that's something to really watch for. Um, so right now, I would have to give the edge to Chippewa Valley because of their sprint depth. Um, but it wouldn't surprise anybody if New Baltimore, Anchor Bay, or Troy were to pull off the upset. So that's something to really, really watch for um, as we um, go into, the, um, into this regional. So that's something to really, really watch for as we... Head into that meet um, over there and Macomb County. I mean, like, I mean, like, and this is basically this regional looks like an all Macomb County with a little sliver of Oakland County in there with the Troy schools, both Troy and Troy Athens in there. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens over there at Macomb, Dakota. <laughs> so something to really, really watch for as we go forward there. Um, this regional here is this regional here is. Something to really, really watch. And this is going to be Region 9. This is going to be at Lapeer. You got Clarkston, Lake Orion, Oxford, um, Rochester, Adams, Stony Creek, Avondale, Lapeer, Fenton, Holly, Walt Lake Northern, Waterford, Kettering, Waterford, Mott, White Lake, Lakeland, Orchard Lake, St. Mary's are all in this regional. Um, on the girls' side, we're going to go girls first. Um... Can, is there a team that can stand up or uh, stand up to Oxford? I mean, when you really look at the Wildcats, we mentioned earlier in the league meet, they have the balance, they have the, especially in the distance, um, the throws, the field events, they're very solid there. You add pole balls into that, that's going to add another dimension for Oxford. Um, um, you got Lake Orion, I think they're going to be a team to watch. Um, the development of um, their sprinters have really gotten better. Um, they've got enough distance right now. I think it could challenge them. Um, Adams, they had a really good performance there. Um, the Highlanders, I mean, like they had 85 points in the league meet. Um, and then there's Wall Lake Northern. I mean, Wall Lake Northern um, on the girls, not as I was really surprised with them in the um, Lakes Valley League meet. I was a little little disappointed. I thought they would do much better in that meet. Um, but um. Unfortunately, you know, that didn't happen. Um, but could they be a player? Maybe. I mean, I still think when you look at this meet on the girls' side, um, Oxford really is the one that stands out because of the balance. Um, I think, you know, I love I like what Coach Brian has done for that program over there. Um, giving it giving it like a new sense of energy, obviously. So when you really look at Oxford, um, I expect Oxford to score. Um and bunches, and especially in the field events, I mean, like, in the, if they can get that same performance like they did in the throws, obviously, then I think they're going to do 
pretty well. And I really think they're going to do very well in this league meet. Um, so Oxford, you know, watch for them. I think they're going to score in bunches. Um, I think they're going to do very, very well in this league meet. I mean, like, no, in the, in, in the regional. Um, but Adams and Lake Orion are going to be teams to really watch for as well. So I'll be curious to see what happens going forward with um, with those teams there. Um, and then on the boys' side, um, could this be Lake Orion's time to shine? And obviously, when you look at what the Dragons have done all year long, they have been dominant. I mean, you look at, obviously, you got Stephen Brown, Joey Deed. Um, the sprints have been really good. The field events have been pretty good. I mean, the distance has been very good. Um, just imagine if Lake Orion can like, at least get all those kids um, to the state meet, all those relay teams. If they can take at least over 25, 30 kids, that says a lot right there. Um, I think they got a great chance to do that. I mean... I really like where the Dragons are. I think they're going to do some damage. Um, I think that when you look at Lake Orion right now, this team could, is something special. This team is something special. Do I, are, do I think, are they 2012 standards when they won the state title? Probably not. But I think they got enough depth. They got enough talent, you know, to possibly make another run of the state title. I mean, I'm curious to see what happens. I mean, I know this is Coach Ford's final year at Lake Orion, um, but his era, his legacy, it's going to live on. I mean, like, it's going to live on with the program. Um, but when I look at this um, in this regional, obviously Adams really is the one that stands out. Um, Adams, of course, we know what they have, the hurdles of the strengths. Um they got some balance as well. Their distance is, the, is their weak spot. Um, and then when you look at Wild Lake Northern, Wild Lake Northern, they finished second in the Lakes Valley meet behind Milford. I mean, Milford, they're both their boys and girls won their um, respective league titles um, this um, past weekend over at Waterford Mott. And it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. So that's going to have some real interesting you know, really, really interesting dynamics, how that's going to look. Um, but when I look at this league meet here, no, when I look at the regional coming up, I, I mean, like, I really think Lake Orion's got a great chance to hold up some hardware this weekend. Um, I'd be really shocked if they didn't. Um, so that's something to really, really keep a close eye on. I think Lake Orion could do some significant damage in this regional um, up in Lapeer, um, of course, if you're going out there to Lapeer, it's Lapeer West, the former Lapeer West, which if you go up M24 um, and you go up on that light, you know, it's the second light, you know, where the Tim Hortons is at, you make that left and then you follow it, you know, you follow up past the hill there, up there, and then it'll be on your right. So, you know, so if you've been to Lapeer, you know, beautiful area, um, beautiful i mean like um you know i i take i take that up there every year when i go up to caseville i mean lapeer's a beautiful town really beautiful town um so a lot to look at i mean like a lot to look at in this regional um over at lapeer um this weekend um for that regional so you know when i look at the favorites in both boys and girls there i think oxford girls is the favorite in the um girls side lake orion boys um, on their side of the regional. 
Um, let's go to our final regional, which is which is region seven. This is at Farmington. Um, and this one is gonna be re really interesting. I mean, you got Farmington, Berkeley, Groves, Seahome, West Bloomfield, North Farmington, Bloomfield Hills, Oak Park, Royal Oak, Southfield Arts and Tech, Birmingham Brother Ice, Farmtails Mercy, Livonia Churchill, Livonia Franklin, Livonia Stevenson, and Redford Thurston are all in this region. Um, when you look at Farmington, and we're going to go girls first. People ask me about Oak Park, um, you know, but I, Oak Park to me, if they look like they were at the league meet, this team is on upset alert. They have to be. Farmington gave them a scare. Um, you look at um, Livonia Churchill could be a player. Blue Bay Hills could be a player in this one. I mean, like, especially, I really think they've really underperformed this year. Um, Royal Oak's a dark horse. I mean, I mean, they have the distance, you know, and they, and, you know, let's not forget they've had Oak Park's number recently. Um, Farmington, we know, is a player for sure. Um, Seaholm with their distance, they're a player for sure. Um, I think, you know, when you look at Oak Park, they could be in some trouble. I think they could be. Now, what helps Oak Park is everything is balanced out. You know, you look at, obviously, you know that a team like a Seaholm or a Royal Oak could cancel out Farmington, it could cancel out Farmington, you know, and Oak Park could take advantage of that, you know. But, you know, when you look at points being so spread out, you know what I mean? That's going to be an advantage for Oak Park. So, in all reality, you know, when you look at this regional format, I mean, it's going to be very important. And this is where strategy comes into play. I think when you look at this meet here, I think, I think in the girls' side, if, let's say, if Farmington really, if Farmington really does this, and I think they're going to have a, have a great chance to do it. If they balance it out, then I think Oak Park's in some trouble here. I mean, bottom line is, you know, if there's a team that's on upset alert right now, I mean, and, and I mean serious upset alert, it is Oak Park. And for a lot of reasons. Farmington had them beat at West Bloomfield. Oak Park won that one close. This is not a typical Oak Park team. This is not a this is not a typical Oak Park team where they just go in there and just dominate people. That's not really what it is for them. That's not a typical Oak Park team. So keep an eye, I'm keeping a real close eye on that. Um how that's gonna go. Um but that one could be a really, really tight regional, you know. Especially how things would go out, would work out. If, but if you're Oak Park, if you're Coach Giles, what he's expecting is he's expecting a lot of those teams to cancel out and Oak Park to really dominate their events, you know, and I think they have a good shot to do that. So I'm curious to see what happens there on that girls' side over at Farmington. But Farmington's got a good chance to do some damage. Seahome with their distance could be a player. Royal Oak could be a player with their distance as well. Um, but if it comes down to a battle of between two teams, I, I see Oak Park and Farmington possibly battling it out. I would have to give an edge to um, 
to Oak Park because of the experience they have. Um, curious to see what happens there. Um, and the girls' side. On the boys' side, it's a little more balanced out because when you look at on the boys, you got Farmington there. Livonia Churchill has been really good all year long. Um, I think when you look at this matchup here um, on paper, you know, people are going to say, well, where's Oak Park in this? You know what I mean? Oak Park, you know, they're wild, they're wild card. And also West Bloomfield as well. I mean, West Bloomfield had a really good um, league meet. Um, but when you look at Livonia Churchill right now, I would have to give them the early edge, but Farmington will be their toughest challenger. Um, for Farmington, they're at home. Um, being at home matters, especially in a in a regional like this. I mean, like the surroundings, uh, everything, you know what I mean? You've been there, done that. Um, you've had the New Balance Invitational there. I mean, like, that's a big deal right there. I mean, so when we look at Farmington, they could they have a good chance to win this regional. They have a real good chance to win it. And I think they do. Um, but when I look at Livonia Churchill and I'm looking at the stats coming in, I mean, they got a good chance to do some damage. I mean, I really like I think I think Livonia Churchill's the Chargers. Um, um so when I look at Livonia Churchill, um I think they're gonna do some big time damage in this meet. Um, and I think when you look at the distance side of things, I think that's where it could come down to, because I don't trust Oak Park in the distance. I don't trust West Bloomfield in the distance. I mean, like the only team that I do trust in the distance that could give Livonia Churchill issues is Farmington, because I think when I look at, when I look at Farmington, they've got balance, they got depth. I mean, they've got a lot of things working in their favor. They got the field events as well. Um, I think they're going to give Livonia Churchill everything they can handle. And I think it's going to be a heck of an effort. You know, I think it's going to be really tight, really close. Um, but I've got to give an edge, unfortunately, to Livonia Churchill, um, with what they got. But it wouldn't surprise me if Farmington wins this region. It really wouldn't surprise me if Farmington wins this region because they got enough depth. They got enough balance. I mean... The bottom line is, you know, and I think Farmington and the girls' side, they also got a good chance to win it. So could you just imagine if Farmington wins both the boys and girls regional? That would say a lot to where that program's been. Um, this is a great time right now to be in Farmington um, with the track field program. Um, I think they're going to do very well in this regional. So something to really keep an eye on um, <coughs> heading in the regional. So. A lot to look at this weekend um, in the regionals. Um, so it's something to really keep an eye on. Um, we got some lacrosse regions to talk about as well. I mean, we won't have a lot of time to talk about it, but on the um, but they start this week. Um, on the girl on the boys' side, obviously you got region four at Birmingham. Um, the Bowden Stevenson Farmingtonos United, Birmingham United versus Troy Cast Tech. Um, UD Jesuit versus Royal Oak, and then um that winner of Livonia Stevens Farmington United takes on Birmingham Brother Rice. Um in that region, I just don't see anybody touch Birmingham Seahome. I don't see anybody touch Birmingham Brother Rice, my bad. Um I think I think Birmingham Brother Rice wins that region pretty handily. Um Region 5 at Troy Athens, you got Clarkson versus Utica Ford. 
Lance Cruz North versus Anchor Bay, Dakota Stevenson, and Athens Chippewa Valley. Um, I'm giving the edge to Clarkson there in that region to take that one pretty convincingly. Region 6 of Romeo, we got <coughs> Lake Orion versus Utica, Eisenhower slash Utica, Romeo versus Rochester, Stony Creek, Oxford, Adams with support here on United. Um, Lake Orion hasn't been great all year long in lacrosse. Um, I think the injury to Andrew Parker is a huge deal there. Um, but I think the Dragons got a good chance to win this regional. I know they're going to deal with Stony Creek, and I know Adams is on the other side as well. Um, I think Lake Orion does get to the um, district final on the regional final, and I think they're going to win this regional. I think they're going to win this regional. Um, I, don't be surprised if Oxford upsets Stony Creek um, and Adams beats Port Huron United. Don't be surprised if it's Lake Orion Adams regional final. Um, these two teams played a classic um, at Lake Orion a couple weeks ago. And I expect that will be the matchup over at Romeo. Region 7 at Heartland. You got West Bloomby versus Waterford United. That one is taking on Heartland. Uh, Linden slash Benton taking on um, Brandon slash Holly. Um, Wall Lake United taking on Troy. Um, and Huron Valley takes on Bloomfield Hills. When I look at this one here, I don't see anybody touching Heartland. Um, I'd be really shocked if somebody did touch Heartland in this regional. So really interesting to see what happens there. And on the girls' side for lacrosse, um, you know, you got Region 3 at Troy Athens. You got um, Gross Point South versus Township. That one is taking on Royal Oak. Um, Eisenhower versus Troy. Um, that one is taking on Ford. West Bloomfield versus Athens. That one is taking on Birmingham. Um, then you have Gross Point North Detroit Cast Tech. That one is taking on Bloomfield Hills. I'm seeing in that regional um, Birmingham versus... Um, I think when you look at here, I, I really like Troy to get into the um, regional final. Um... And then you have Birmingham versus Bloomfield Hills. I think Birmingham, a little bit better than Bloomfield Hills here. I, I like Birmingham to knock off Bloomfield Hills. Um, and I, I like Birmingham to win that regional over at Troy Athens. Um, region 4 at Oxford, you got Holly, Holly slash Brandon versus Milford. Um, that winner's taking on Walt Lake. Waterford versus White Lake. Um, that winner's taking on Clarkston. Grand Blank versus Fenton. That winner's taking on Davison. Um, Lake Orion versus Oxford, that one's taking on Heartland. Um, I, I'm seeing a Midland versus Heartland final. Um, I really like Heartland in this one. I think they got enough experience. But I think Lake Orion could give Heartland some problems. I really do. Um, I, I think the Dragons are a dark horse to watch. Um, just a very tough draw for Lake Orion, though, to get Heartland likely in the second round. So it'd be very interesting to see what happens there in that one there. Um, Region 6 at Ann Arbor Skyline, you got... Skyline versus Dexter, that one is taking on St. Catherine, Siena. Tecumseh double by North Farmington versus Farmington, that one is taking on Bedford. Devon Child versus Gabriel Richard, um, and, and that one is taking on Mercy. Um, I'm not, I, I trust Mercy here and Gabriel and Devon Child. This will be a very interesting regional. Um, give me, you know what, give me the, um, you know what, give me the, um, don't be surprised anyone gets upset there in that one, but I'm going to take Gabriel and Devon Child in this one. Um, and then Region 7 at Northern Prep, you got Cranbrook Kingswood, Larson Wild Lake Northern. That winner's taking on Country Day. Adams Warren Regina, that winner's taking on Birdman Marion. Avno versus Liggett, that winner's taking on Stony Creek. Um, and then you have Sacred Hunter Cameras, Rochester, that winner's taking on Northern Prep. Don't be surprised if four teams in that regional. Um, I really like, I, I like Detroit Country Day to move on. Um, something to really keep a close eye on. All right now everybody, I'm gonna sign on off here. Um, 
take, I mean, look at the blog at SaginawBay4650.blogspot.com for the latest information. Um, on the lacrosse previews, I just posted a girl soccer preview. Um, golf will be coming up soon. Baseball, softball will be coming up pretty soon. Track regions is awesome on there as well. Okay, now everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, take care, everybody. God bless. And I will see you all next week. Everybody, see you, and see you all next week. God bless.